so we filed your bankruptcy in on May 16th of 2018. Mm -hmm. And uh, tell me a little bit about um, the process, if you remember, of getting the paperwork and getting all the documentation that we needed. Was it hard to get everything we needed for to file your case? No, from my memory, it wasn't hard at all. It was pretty straightforward. I just remember, you know, starting everything in and then discussing if the payment would be something that I could do. And at the time, I thought it was something that I could do because I didn't at that point have to worry about the car loan or anything else that was kind of overwhelming. So I just recall it being a pretty straightforward process. That's excellent. Because one of the one of the problems that many of our clients has have is getting the documentation together. I can tell you're very organized and, and keep good track track of, of your information. Hi, this is attorney Jamie Miller, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Miller Law Chronicle podcast. And today I'm really excited um, to welcome Ebony McElroy um, to our podcast today. Ebony is a client of Miller & Miller and has been since 2018. And we're going to talk um, to Ebony about her journey through the chapter 13 process, kind of the ups and the downs and the good. You know, it's not not easy doing a bankruptcy, but Ebony, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. I hope I hope you're doing well. Tell me tell me a little bit about what's going on now, your family, your work, where you're living, that type of thing. Okay. So I'm I'm living in Kenosha. I did recently I got married in 2021. And I do have um, a son who's eight that's living in the household. I have a daughter that's 22, so she's not in the household any longer or going on 22 soon in any day, 19th of September. But pretty much, and then I'm working in Illinois, not far from where I live. It's about 20 minutes away and I'm a teacher. So I'm teaching special education. That's, that's wonderful. What, what age kids are you teaching? This year I'm doing fifth grade. That's amazing. What what type of challenges are you finding in the teaching world these days? Oh, teaching world, we're definitely not paid what we bring to the table, but the work is mounting. So more is expected out of you. And of course, the salary is not increasing. So it's really... You right. have to... do, do you, are you, do you have your own classroom or do you have kind of a resource room where people come in to see you? I have my own classroom, so I'm considered full instructional. So I do follow the curriculum of the fifth grade teachers, but I, of course, modify things to meet the need of my students. That's fascinating. So tell me a little bit about your educational background. Okay. So education, I do have, I got a bachelor's degree in business. I'm a career changer. So I banking and, you know, banking wasn't for me. So I ended up doing a subbing position. And everyone told me, have you ever thought about being a teacher? You're pretty good at it. So I ended up going back to school to get a master's degree in elementary education. And so I do have a master's degree in elementary education. And then I also, not far from a second master's degree in special education as well. And that would have been at Carthage. Nice. Good for you. And have you lived in Kenosha your whole life? No. So I moved to Kenosha around 2012. Before then, I grew up in the Chicagoland area. I did go to high school in Evanston. Okay. 
I've been in Kenosha since 2012. Love it there. I think it's a great town, you know, for raising children. It's, it's been a lovely experience. That's great. So well, I appreciate that background information. It gives us a uh, great insight into who you are and the wonderful things that you're, that you're doing. And again, I, I just, I, I'm so appreciative for you for taking the time to talk to us today. Cause it's, it's really helpful when I have an opportunity to talk to people that have gone through the bankruptcy process, especially the chapter 13 process where, you know, it's a bankruptcy process where you're, you're in it for three to five years. It can be very demanding. And I commend you because uh, you made it through the bankruptcy process and you were able to get your, your discharge. Yeah. Um, we filed bankruptcy for you back in May of 2018. Maybe you can give me a little background. Tell me what was going on in you know the first quarter of 2018 that led you to contact us to talk about filing for bankruptcy. Okay. So yes, around that time, I was a single parent. I had my two children. What kind of put me on a path at that time, my son was born prematurely. So he was born five weeks and I had to miss a lot of work around that time, which just kind of started to put me in a financial hole. But the final straw was when my car, at the time I had a Chevy Traverse, the engine blew and it just was the kind of straw that broke the camel's back, as they say, that just kind of put me in a situation where financially I was overwhelmed. I was getting a lot of calls from creditors. It was just very overwhelming and stressful. So I just Googled and found you all and just decided to talk to you all. And that's when we went ahead and, you know, under agreement to do the chapter 13. Right. And at that time, you, you didn't own any real estate and you had this car that you wanted uh, to surrender because the engine blew. Do you remember who the lender on that car was? It was Capital One. Capital One. And was it a higher interest rate loan? It was a higher, I believe at the time, it was around 12 to 6, anywhere from 12 to 16 percent off of memory. It was pretty high. The payments were, you know, I think 500 something a month. It was just pretty tight. And I had already replaced the timing chain. That model of the vehicle had a known mechanical issue. And then one day just driving, that was it, the engine. And they told me that it was the engine. Um, which would have cost a few thousand dollars to repair. And I just didn't have it at the time. Right. And unfortunately, you were in a situation where you owed a lot more on the car than the car was worth. Correct. And plus, you had some other medical bills, credit card bills that had been accumulating a little bit yeah. just, just because stuff happens, which we totally understand. And you you were really um, faced with the option of dealing with a potential garnishment from Capital One or or filing a bankruptcy and so when we when we spoke i i think doing a chapter seven which is a discharge of your debt could have been something that would have really worked for you but unfortunately because of a prior bankruptcy filing you didn't qualify for a chapter seven so we ended up doing a chapter 13 which is a, a repayment plan so we filed your bankruptcy in on may 16th of 2018 Mm -hmm. And uh, tell me a little bit about um, the process, if you remember, of getting the paperwork and getting all the documentation that we needed. Was it hard to get everything we needed for to file your case? No, it, from my memory, it wasn't hard at all. It was pretty straightforward. I just remember, you know, starting everything in and then discussing if the payment 
would be something that I could do. And at the time, I thought it was something that I could do because I didn't at that point have to worry about the car loan or anything else that was kind of overwhelming. So I just recall it being a pretty straightforward process. That's excellent. Because one, one of the problems that many of our clients has have is getting the documentation together. I can tell you're very organized and, and keep good track track of, of your information. Sometimes it's just so hard getting all the information that we need to get a case filed. So I appreciate your reflection back on it, that it, it went pretty well. And yes. at the, in our conversation before, you indicated that you were getting a lot of calls and mail and collection letters. Um, when we filed the case for you, what, what happened upon filing? Did, did some of the that stop, the, the creditor harassment? It all stopped. So I just remember finally feeling like I was able to take a breath. Right when it was filed, everything just stopped, which brought me peace, peace of mind. It's so nice because when we file bankruptcy, we send notice to all your creditors, which we did in your case, and we request from the court what's called an injunction. It's an automatic stay that stops the creditors from bothering you. So as of the date that we file your case, your creditors can't call you or sue you or garnish your wages. And I'm happy to hear that you got the that you got the relief. And and then we in 2018, we we set you on a path. I think you did a four year repayment plan. Tell me a little bit about some of your experiences over that time. How, how did you make your payments? OK, so my payments were done manually each month. There was a website, I think it was TFS, or where I would just go in and my bank account was linked in and I just would manually do the payments. Right. And and you, you're you right, it is called TFS. And most of the times in, in most bankruptcies, we do things as a, in Chapter 13s, we do it as a payroll order. So okay. it's a, it's generally a payroll deduction. But for some reason in your case, that, was, that wasn't done, which is fine. But there's an online portal through TFS that allows you to either set up a payment plan, paying it on your own, or doing it as an auto deduction from a bank, a bank account, savings account, or checking account. And I'm glad that TFS worked for you. And one of the other things, and if you remember, is each year that you're in the bankruptcy, you were required to submit your tax returns. Do you remember having to do that? Yes, and I think a, a couple of the years I forgot, but I was reminded and then I was able to get the, the information uploaded immediately. Um, right. So I do remember, recall, forgetting that maybe once or twice, but then I was given the email to say, you need to make sure that you're uploading your taxes. Right. And when we file bankruptcy, you got to make the payments, you got to submit your taxes. And it's, you know, when, when we represent somebody for, you know, three, four years, the relationship between the attorney and client is is really important. And I think for the most part, we met your expectations. I think there was some times looking back through your notes that we, you know, at times weren't as responsive to you as, as you would like. And I, your feedback on that is very helpful because it helps us to perform at a higher level and, and do great for our clients because really client service and meeting the needs of our clients is the, is the most important thing. Um, your case went pretty straightforward. I think at one point the trustee did file a motion to dismiss because of your taxes, not getting your taxes in, but we objected to that. 
and we got your taxes in and we put you on the path to, to making the payments. But, you know, fundamentally, it's all up to you. You know, we put you in a situation where we were going to be able to get rid of your debts and but, you know, you had to make the payments and congratulations to you for through getting through the process. So four years later, I think in May of 2022, you got your order of discharge. Tell me about how did that feel when you got that order of discharge? I just remember feeling great that I accomplished the process, you know, and that it, it would put me in a path where other things would be tangible, like, you know, home ownership and, and different things that you can do. And I noticed that you're no longer in your traverse. You're sitting in another car now. And have you been able to purchase a car since your bankruptcy? Yes. Yes. So I was able to purchase a car, you know, and I'm told that my credit coming out wasn't horrible considering I've done a chapter 13. So, you know, I'm on the up and up right now. I feel that life is, is looking good. You know, I'm in a newer car, you know, still under warranty. It hasn't given any issues. So I feel very safe in it. And then now I'm looking at going through the process of eventually being a homeowner. So, you know, I I think all in all, it's been positive. That's excellent. And I'm so excited to hear that you were able to get a car. You did go through our seven steps to 720 credit restoration program. So people think that I filed bankruptcy. I'm not going to be able to get credit. I don't recommend bankruptcy for everybody, but in certain circumstances when you're facing garnishment and, you know, you're dealing with creditors bothering you, doing bankruptcy can be a great result. And I'm just so happy that we were able to help you through the process. I'm glad to hear that, you know, life is looking really good for you, that you have a great job, you're married, you got a a car that you can count on to get you to... Illinois to work at the school in in the winter time. But Ebony, I I really want to thank you for taking the time to chat with me today and just want, you know, I really appreciate you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you.